Hi guys, this is your girl Wakeji Kamore and welcome to Reflections by Wakeji Kamore and we are in chapter 5 of Genesis. Today we're going to be discussing or rather I'm going to be giving a summary of Genesis chapter 5 and 6 and giving my personal takeouts and application. But before I do that, I would just like to to say a few things to say that um if you would like to be able to know exactly when I post or I don't know whether people get notifications in Anchor in this podcast things, honestly. But what you can do is that you can uh, favorite my um, podcast. That way, every time you are ready to listen, you just go to Anchor FM and then you can look for my podcast and then you can listen to other episodes that I have posted. Second is that I post every day at 6 a.m. Uh, every day at 6 a.m. there's a new podcast. We're discussing a new, we're rather giving a summary of a new chapter. So check it out. <laughs> I don't know. I, I keep wondering whether I'm sending the links uh, is a nuisance, but I'm hoping that it is not. I'm just going to trust that it is not, uh, just so that you guys can get it. So anyway, let's get into Genesis chapter 5 and 6. So in Genesis chapter 5 uh, is listed the family history of the line of sons. Uh, please note the daughters are not later written. Uh, <laughs> Let us just note that it's a line of sons from Adam all the way to Noah. And then we see in that line of, uh, of, of sons that there are 10 generations from Adam to Noah. During the passing of these 10 generations, humankind becomes more evil and evil and corrupt. And it just grieved God that he had created man. And there he makes plan to destroy humankind and all living things um, completely. However, one man, Noah, had earned God's favor because he was blameless and he was righteous before God. So God spoke to Noah and promises to establish a special covenant with Noah and his family. He instructs Noah to build an ark uh, or a boat. Let's call it a big boat. A big boat. <laughs> or a nini or a cruise ship. Let's call it a cruise ship. Yeah, it sounds like that. To build a cruise ship <laughs> large enough to hold Noah's family and a pair of every kind of living animal while God sends a great flood to destroy the earth. So Noah does so. So Noah goes ahead and creates this um, amazing big cruise ship. <laughs> so anyway, in my in my personal takeouts from Genesis chapter 5 and 6 is that in the history line, there was a man called Enoch. Um, and Enoch is said that he walked with God and God took him. He was the first man to not die. As a matter of fact, if you look at the if you look at the, the history line and how it's been it's been uh, written in the Bible, it, it says someone, someone, someone begat someone, someone, someone. Okay, let me just read for you. And says so, so Adam lived 930 years and he died. Then he died. Um, Seth lived 912 years. Then he died. And then it says, so everybody is written, then he died, then he died, then he died, then he died. But for Enoch, it says, Enoch lived 905 years. Uh, Enosh, wait, Enoch. <laughs> there, there was Enosh and then there was Enoch. Um, Enoch lived, uh, wait, where is Enoch? <laughs> oh yeah, Enoch, Enoch lived a total of 365 years. And one day, uh, Enoch was working with God and he disappeared because God took him. 
first I feel like Enoch lived like the least years uh, compared to these other people who lived 900 and something years, 960 something. So God was like, hey, you guys, you're, you're my friend. Ah, come, come to Ishina. <laughs> so yes, he was the first man to not die. Uh, and then also in chapter five, I noticed that the man who lived the longest was called Medusela. Yeah, maybe we should name a child Medusela. Medusela. He was the son of Enoch, and he lived nine hundred and nine and sixty-nine years, and he was the man who lived the longest. And then at the beginning of chapter six, that God reduced the years that man would live to one hundred and twenty. God said, uh, "My spirit will not be with man forever, because uh, he's just flesh, so he will only live one hundred and twenty years." So that's the point where the the age was reduced to one hundred and twenty years, and that's why. If you know me, I know you know that I keep saying I will live to 120 years. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to live my full life to 120 years. Anyway, and then also that Noah was a righteous man and blameless in his generation. And how I I choose to apply the things that I have learned in Genesis chapter five and six is to have a close fellowship with God and to choose. A life that is righteous and blameless, even in the midst of an evil world. I can only imagine how hard it was for Noah to live, um, you know, a blameless life in a in a world that was so evil, and in the middle of people that were so evil that God wanted to wipe them out. Like God was like, "I am done with these humans. I am going to wipe them out." And I'm so sad that I created them. Yet there was a man there who was found blameless and righteous. That is how I want. I want to be counted of those that will be found righteous and blameless, even in a time when the world is so evil and the people in it are so evil. The other thing that I I would like to to apply and just to keep remembering is that there is a reward for having a close fellowship with God. I mean, look at Enoch. Uh, the guy was taken by God. He didn't even die. He was just like, ah, you, you're too cool. <laughs> now come, let's be walking in heaven. And then there was Noah who was blessed, and everybody else was wiped out apart from him and his family. Like there's always a great reward for having a close fellowship with God. And that's that's it. That those are that's uh, Genesis chapter five and. Uh, six. Those are the things that those are my personal takeouts and how I would like to apply the word in my day-to-day life. Thank you so much for listening and see you tomorrow as we um, as we cover Genesis chapter seven. Bye.